Welcome to the Level Up Podcast. Our goal is that by listening to our podcast, you will be inspired to level up. With the help of some amazing guests, we'll be inspired by some inspirational success stories and find out how you can level up your business, your life, and your relationship with yourself. Because I know that by leveling up and balancing these three aspects of your life, you can make a difference and impact the lives around you. Level Up Podcast will be a series of interviews featuring successful professionals who are making a mark and a difference in their lives and others. They will share their incredible stories of how they did it, so you can be inspired and learn from the very best. Welcome, welcome, Sandy Hernandez, to um, to the podcast of Bertha Carmona Level Up. Today, I'm super excited and happy to have you. Um, it's an honor. I know you're an extremely busy businesswoman, and taking the time today to be with me today, it's an honor. So thank you. Thank you for taking the time today. I'm excited to dive in and just get to know who she is and what she's been doing and what she's been up to. So get ready. You're going to take so much today through the through the process of this short interview that we're going to have with Sandy Hernandez. So Sandy, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, Bertha, for having me on. It's such a privilege and honor, you know, to be asked to to be on your show, you know. Um, I thank you very much also, you know, um, and I'm very excited. I'm really excited to be here so we can chat, you know, and learn from each other, you know, and and grow together. So let's do it. Grow together. That's the part that I love the most. I think we're all in this business to learn from each other, to help each other out and learn. You know, there's so much that we can, you know, utilize from each other. Um, being in the business for as long as you have and as long as I have, I think it's great to, um, you know, collaborate right. and just um, interact with each other and just hold the space and, and being able to get to know each other a little bit more. But for our audience, would you please tell us where is Sandy from, where she was born, where is she where she's living now, what is she at right now? I know that I was reading some of your bio and I was so impressed, but I'm going to let you give us a little bit of Sandy. Thank you, Bertha. Okay, so um, let's see. I'm going to tell you everything. I will not disclose my social security number. (laughs) (laughs) We will be totally fine without knowing your social. Don't worry. (laughs) Um, But my my full name is... A full disclosure, my, my full real name is Sandy, not like a lot of people think it's Sandra, but no, it's Sandy, Sandy <laughs> Angie um, Hernandez, right? I I am, uh, I'm from Los Angeles, I was born in Los okay. Angeles, but, um, but obviously um, my my family is all from Mexico, right? From, Beautiful. Uh, so my first generation here in this country, right? Okay. And, um, you know, um, being first generation here in this country, there's a lot of load with comes with it. You know, first generation mm-hmm. here, you know, it's 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 uh it's really difficult because you know uh, all of our family, like our family lines and everything, they kind of put a lot of weight on the first gen kids, right? So, but it's been great. Yes. You know, my office is here in Bloomington, California. I, okay. um, we've been here since 2005. So what is that? Like 17 wow. years? 17 years. That's 17 amazing. years, you know, um, God has blessed us with this office, you know, to be, to be able to be here. Um, we survived, you know, um, the market crash, the first I, market crash in 07, mm-hmm. 08. 
that by the grace of God, we're still here. I don't even know how, but <laughs> you made it. You made it. We made it. You know, yes. definitely humbling experience. You know, and it really that that time really really shaped um, myself as a business person and really shaped me onto the way I do business today. You know, because it really definitely opened your eyes and humbled me at a very young age, right? Mm-hmm. to be here um and it's been you know it, it's been it's been fun but it definitely has not been easy you know it's definitely been a, a school of trial and error um right. and and what i like to tell people all the time out there is um find mentors because at that time you know you're so young sometimes that you start in this mm-hmm. business and everything seems like i know it all type thing you know and a lot of times because of that, we fall on our faces a lot. So yes. had, I, had I had the tools that I have now then, maybe mm-hmm. uh, it would have been a little different. But because of the unknown and things like right. that nature, you know, we had to go through that. But I will tell you one thing. I never really wanted to do real estate. I was going to ask you, how do you get into it? Because, again, you've no. been in the business no. for long now, but how do you get into it? was really something, but please share with us. How no. do you get exposed to real estate and how do you end up in real estate? So so it's a funny story. I um, So I was going to I was going to Cal State San Bernardino um, to get my um, bachelor's degree. Right. Um, <laughs> my mom, my mom had always mentioned bienes y raices right she, mm-hmm. she would, my mom my mom since i was five years old i remember selling in the swap meet okay okay so okay sold in the swap meets since i was five and i remember um hating weekends because for most <laughs> kids weekends you sleep in late and for me weekends it was like get it up sleep. earlier get <laughs> up earlier but i didn't swap meet and i hated mm-hmm. it but anyway um uh my mom would always say, you know, si hubiera bienes eh, y raíces en español, I would love to do that. Mm. And I, but I never knew what it was. I would just kind of oh, wow. yeah, yeah. But one time I was driving home from school and I saw a, a sign that said, bienes y raíces en español, damos clases. So what I did, I was like, oh my God, that's what my mom has always been wanting to do. So I found the number and I gave it to my mom. Needless to say, she called. And a week later, she was started to go to these classes, right? Classes. And she was so excited. And she's like, I learned this and I learned that and blah, 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 right? So um, a, a, about a month later, I, uh, the, the owner there told my mom, you know what? Um, my, my front desk girl is going to go into the processing center. Do you think, the processing department, do you think that your daughter would, would want to, to just kind of come in and work a few hours or whatever? <laughs> So I, my mom asked me, and I said, well, if it's a few hours, yes, because, you know, I'm going to school. Yeah. Still in school, yes, yes. So anyway, I go in there not knowing what real estate was. I did not know a thing. So it, they kind of started teaching me, and I started kind of getting the hang of it. You know, I'm like, wow. okay, this is cool. This is cool. Anyway, a few months later, I'm in the processing department. So that's how I started. I started wow. doing low. I started doing that's, I was going to ask you. I saw that on your, on your bio, and I'm like, interesting. So she started on the... Lending Doing side and then transition okay. into the real estate. Yes, wow. yes, and so and so. Um, I I at there I met I met uh, my first partner, right? Um, mm-hmm. which we opened up an office together, right? An wow, office together okay. in Grand Terrace. So I didn't start here in Bloomington. Actually, we opened up Let's our start. first office in Grand Terrace, right? Okay. 
um, a lot of the uh, we we he started recruiting agents and all the agents mm -hmm. kind of called for everything. Anyway, right, right. We were we were there one year waiting for this current office to open because Whoa, this was okay. a new building, right? Got it. So the year came, and we got the keys. We signed the lease. We got the keys and everything. In a few days, and remember, I wasn't the owner. I was my partner's right hand only, right? Oh, okay, okay. So, so we're helping. Yeah, I was just helping him. I would do everything for him and everything, right? So a okay. few days later, guess what he tells me? He says, Sandy, he didn't even show up. He never showed up here, ever. Wow. He basically just called me and said, I can't do this anymore. I, I, I don't want that. The, it, the business is yours, type thing. Wow. What? Hey, I am maybe... I am maybe like 23 years old at that time when this happened. And wow. I'm like, oh my God, what do we do? We have loans in the pipeline. Right. My mom is one of the agents that works there. <laughs> like, do I just close and leave all these people hanging? Or do hanging, we right? figure it out? So, so that was that was a turning point. Tell me what was that like? Because I can only imagine being 23, again, being in the business now for a while, but not knowing that now it's all on you. Yeah. So now I'm like, okay, so how do I figure things out? And so that's where, that's where it, it, it kind of started. Well, first of all, I had to find a broker. Okay. I had to find okay. a broker that would basically, um, sponsor me. Yeah. Now I had an office and everything, but I had no broker. So I was like, okay, so how does that happen? So I started kind of like, just kind of learning things learning. on my own. Because I never really had a, an in-house broker. He just basically sponsored his license. So I really didn't know how to do anything. But I did know that the agents really relied on relied on and, and, mm -hmm. and these people were all people like my mother mm -hmm. um, that were looking for a career change. They were older Aww. Latinos that didn't speak English. So they would allow me to translate wow. everything and kind of do. So it was a big load at that time. Yes, responsibility, feeling. Responsibility. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At a very young age. But in the back of my mind, I was like, but what am I going to do when I leave? When I leave, um, I get I get chills because you know what happens a lot of times we get put in this position. I honestly always believe that it's God. God puts us in a position where we need to just you know step up and do what is needed to be done because you know and somebody needs to do it. And if He puts you in that spot, it's because He knew you could you could do it and you needed to guide and help those people around you and help those people. Yeah, and it, I didn't notice it then. I didn't notice it then. I you know okay. what I noticed, Bertha? It was um. When I was hired by U.S. Customs, I was going to be one of those migras at the Border Patrol. Oh, really? <laughs> I was gonna, and I was hired. And I was hired. Oh, I didn't did. go. I, I didn't go because I missed my I, – I rejected the offers that they made me because that uh -huh. week I was going to graduate. So anyway, oh, I rejected okay. When mm -hmm. I tried to go back, something would always happen. Like either I missed oh. my appointment or something would always happen. And I had this conversation with my dad and I said, dad, would you still be proud of me if I stay here and not do something with my career? He's like, look, I will be proud of you. If you, whatever you do in life, do 150%. That's amazing. And that's when it clicked. That's, yeah. that's when it clicked that this is where I needed to be. Yeah. That, that the reason why God had put me here was because this was my purpose in life. Right? Yes. 
on my first <laughs> life. Um, he had me uh, this little town Bloomington that no one knows still this. So this <laughs> right. But it's I right there. So I didn't miss. People always said it's Fontana, but it's not Fontana, and it's not uh, Riverside because it's past Riverside. <laughs> yes, it's not. It's it's nothing. It's none of those. So I always tell people, just think Fontana. Don't worry about it. Just think Fontana. <laughs> so you know, um, that is I, so I interesting. Divine intervention, and and mm -hmm. I believe that, that things happen for a reason. And they always uh, tell me, why don't you go to Rancho? And I'm like. Why am I going to go to Rancho if there's a lot of need here in Bloomington? Yes. So forward, uh, I dedicate a nice, and it seems that I've catered to Latino agents that are my okay. Just like them, just like my mom. My I I my motto is, if my mom was given an opportunity, right? How do I want them to be treated? no background with no type of administrative background or career or nothing, and my mom was able to leave the swami which is a lot of hard work in the heat yes, and the yes. rain mm -hmm, mm -hmm, she was mm -hmm. given the opportunity my doors are always open to be able to give that opportunity again to that agent that has no type of background in this but yet wants to better their life you know right that's so amazing Sunday. That's beautiful story. So how did you transition from the lending to the real estate? It was just given because you, you felt you needed to just concentrate on your realtors. So how did how did that happen? Tell yeah. me a little bit about that this, part. This is what happened. So um when I when when I made the transition, it was also very quick because um the 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 lady, I, I, um, I had a lady that, that used to work here in the office, right? And she was the one that was kind of like um, uh, taking all the, the agents by, by her wing, like submitting their offers and stuff. Okay. Like that. Mm -hmm, she would mm -hmm. kind of, obviously, with a commission, she would take care of that. But then this lady left to Mexico. This lady <laughs> left to Mexico. I'm like, again. I'm like, again. <laughs> So, um, but this is after the market had crashed, you know, mm -hmm. and there was no sales, but somebody had to be here with a license that the yes. had. So that's when I transitioned over to the real estate side. And then four years later, uh, my broker decides that he, that he was going to retire and he, there was no more broker <laughs> license. So this is what Sandy had to go do. Sandy go get her license. And so again, and, put in the position I, where you have to level up, where you have to yes, show up for your people, yes. where you have to take care of them. Yes. And that's what it's all about. I feel like we're, like you were saying, I agree with you a thousand percent. We get put in positions where sometimes the only option is for us to level up and just do what it needs to be done so we can continue, you know, helping our community, helping our yes. people. And I love the fact that you concentrate 100% on the Hispanics, you know, because like you said, um, and we talked a little bit about this, but we're going to bring it up again, um, that there is so much need on our, on our communities that, you know, they do want, like you said, better themselves, better their careers. But a lot of times there is not enough people willing to help them. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah, the test is in English. Yes, they need to take their classes. But if we can have people like you that take the time to educate them, to guide them, to take them by their hand and show them how to do this. I mean, they can be, I mean, look at our market. It's just amazing how many homes are going to be sold to the Hispanic. I mean, it, our market share is huge. And yeah, we don't have enough representation. I mean, it's just crazy. 
to think about the numbers that I'm totally, I'm totally with you. I, I feel that there's a lot of need, you know, I, 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 I learned that especially through the market crash, I, I that's when I re, it really, really hit me that <laughs> our Latino community needed a lot of help. They needed that support, that resource. We still up until it's 2022 and we still lack that resource. You oh, know? absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I wanted to ask you. What were the resources that you felt that you had when you started on your career? Even though you said there was all these changes going on, but I'm sure there was a place or there was somewhere where you felt that you needed to, or you felt that you can go to and get answers or find their answers for, for your clients or for your agents. Was it that, that you have access to a lot of resources? You have become resourceful? What was it like? Yes, that was that was it. I had to become resourceful because I didn't really know where to go. I, since okay. my back, I never worked at another real estate company. This is all I know. This is an area all I know. So everything, everything that I did had to have come from either I read it or I researched it or, or I called the DRE or, or, mm -hmm. or the broker that would sponsor me. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I would call him occasionally to ask him stuff. But, but other than that, I, I had to become that resource and figure stuff out. For my agents, you know, a lot of times, mm -hmm. um, you know, in the market crash, there was no money coming in, for example. Mm -hmm. And um, and I had to figure out how to do loan modifications. How did you do? Because, because we needed something to survive. How to do short sales. And by me learning it, I can teach it to my people right. so that they can survive too. So, mm -hmm. so it's been that type of, that type of, uh, that's right. So becoming resourceful that has been one of your traits, I can imagine, just finding ways yeah, and finding not allowing yourself to just, you know, stagnate yeah. and just. No, no. I, I've always told them, like, you know, I might I might not be the most resourceful, but believe me, I will not let you think. <laughs> well, you go know, find the answer. <laughs> together. Yeah. And if I don't know the answers, I will point you to where the answers are. At, what the know? answer could be. You know, and it's okay yeah. not to have the answers. You know, it's okay. It's okay to tell. And, and I and I think it goes it goes hand by hand because a lot of times some people tend to you know believe that they have all the answers, but they don't. And you know, like in my industry, the lending side, I always tell my agents, like you said, I might not know the answer, but I know what I can go find the answers. Whether the guidelines, whether the underwriting managers, whether go wherever I need to go to, but we'll find the answer or we'll find a solution if there is one. And, and, you know, there's always has to be, I believe, that type of attitude of of wanting to help first and then finding ways to to help them by looking for the solution. So yeah, that's a, that's amazing. And definitely during the market crash, I think all of us had to become very resourceful and just find ways because I was there. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so tell me, what keeps you motivated to keep going? Well... When um, we have those days, like I had one this morning, I was rushing and trying to get, I'm like, what am I going to, I need to be on time. And, but I know we yeah. all have those days. So what Sunday does to keep herself going when you have those days? What keeps when you motivated to keep going? Yes. You know what? It's very difficult. You know, what we do, what you and I do requires uh, self-motivating and self-pumping up. And, you know, you've got this, you know, you can do it. But there's days that not even that works. You know? <laughs> You know, there, there's things that not even that works, right? So what really keeps me on my toes, um, Bertha, is that I, uh, for me, number one, 
I, I am a first generation here. Right. So mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. for me, I'm like, no, like there's no room to snooze. My parents didn't come to this country. Right. Right. To Reminding yourself then that, you know, they came here. Now I, the least I can do is get up and go and do what I need to get done. Yes. yes because Beautiful. why? Because, because I need to be the person that leaves a legacy or, or build wealth for her family. You know, that's a lot of stuff that, you know, us as Latinos, we don't get taught to do, you know? Uh, and so I want to be, I, I, I don't want to. I'm going to be and I need to be that person that leaves something for our family, leaves a mark, you know, in this country or whatever. So that keeps me always like kind of thinking, you know, I I, I want to provide my my family a lifestyle or a life that they never even dream of having or even myself, you know. Uh, I always tell myself, like, my mom will never go back to the Swami, you know, or still at the Swami, you know. Like, I remind myself of all this. And obviously, my team keeps me on my toes. Like every day that I want to show up, I'm like, "There's people." They're counting on me. They're counting on you being there. So accountability, accountability again brings brings us back to what we need to do. Yeah, Yeah, that accountability, and 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 it's it's crazy how sometimes people don't know how much they do for you. Like my my team probably feels that. Um, you know, I'm the team leader and that I do for them, but they do as much for me as I do to them because by them showing up here, it keeps me accountable mm-hmm. and it keeps me wanting to move forward, you know? Absolutely. And, and I, and I think as a leader, you have to, and as a leader, you have to have that. Otherwise, you know, how can you leave somebody to do something if you're not doing it yourself? Yeah, I believe exactly. that the best leader is that one that shows by example and guys yeah. by being there, showing up going through the motions, going through those days and, and still show up and still show up for, for them and for their team. Yeah, the, definitely. This way, it's from the door this way, the tears are gone, the anger <laughs> you know, and nothing happens. So I had, a, I had a mentor and I'm going to share this with you. He used uh-huh. to call um, Disneyland. He said, the minute you walk through the door is Disneyland. It's a Mickey, Mickey Mouse is never upset. He's never mad. He's never... And happy, you always see him with a smile on his face. So the minute you walk through the door, it's Disneyland. <laughs> we act like there's nothing going on there's with us. There's nothing going on. There's nothing, you know. No drama, no problems, no nothing. Although our business is a roller coaster. Oh, know, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but again. Call makes you smile. The next call makes you very angry, you know. But on the left, you have to forget about it and put a big smile in your face. Right, Mickey Mouse is smiling all the time. So have you ever seen a picture of Mickey Mouse not smiling? <laughs> <laughs> so he used yes. to remind me that all the time. So let yes. me ask you, Sandy. Yes, it's beautiful. Let me ask you: Do you have a? And I know most people do, but I wanted to ask you: Do you have that morning routine that? set schedule that you do every day that gets you again ready for the day do you have anything like that that you like to share with us oh yeah tell me 100 i um i work out i wake up at five o'clock well 4 45 in the morning beautiful okay i um, i i have a i have a, a, a fitness coach right oh and I okay for accountability for accountability okay. because if i didn't have a coach i would not show up <laughs> right <laughs> Going back to that accountability, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. You know, um, so I I have a coach. She waits for me. She's great. She texts me or calls me, like, 
are you coming? Where are you at? And, like, <laughs> and as I'm driving to the gym, I, I, I always question my life decisions. Oh, why are you giving this sandy? Do you really need to go through this? <laughs> but, but nonetheless, when I'm done, I feel accomplished, right? Oh, my so God. Yeah. I, I do that. I, and as I'm driving to the gym, I, um, I am a, I'm a Christian. I consider myself mm-hmm, Christian. Mm-hmm. And, and I listen to the word as I'm going to the gym, you know, to wake me up. I listen to the word because, you know, my okay. relationship with God is very important. You know, so important. without God, we're nothing. So, we're nothing. So, absolutely. you know, we're, we're, we're doing that. And then I work out. I come back home. I read. I, I affirm. I have affirmations. Affirmations? You know, like, oh, my God. That's awesome. Yeah, okay. Affirmations 1,000%. And I think that... <sighs> Just uh, speaking gratitude automatically oh, fills yeah. your heart and puts you in a better mood. So mm-hmm. I, I do that. And then I kind of just uh, go through my schedule to see what I have to do today. What am I going to do today? You know, uh, what can be done today? What did I do yesterday that I can do today? So Minutes. that's my morning routine. So typically, so what's, what's typically the time you get to the office? So typically I'll get to the office. Um, I'll do a lot. Of, so what I do is I do a lot of work at home. I, I, I try oh, to do all my personal emails at home. That way, okay. when I get to the office, I, I, I'm relieved from that. And I'm open to whatever questions anybody has. Right. So I'll get to my office about, um, about 10 o'clock. Yeah, I'll get to my okay. office at 10, but I'm working from like eight o'clock to like nine 30 at my house. Right. So that I can kind of get the day started, get ahead on my personal stuff. Because it's hard to be a producing mm-hmm. broker. You know, I'm still a, 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 a producing broker that I still rely on my personal production and things of that nature. So, awesome. But when I'm here, I like to dedicate my time and energy to my team. To your team. That's beautiful. So that's amazing because, again, at the end of the day, that, like you said, I'm a producing manager. So, again, we have our personal production. And then yeah. you still have to be able to be available for your team for any questions, any any stuff that come up throughout the day. They, they need your help, guidance, or they just need, you know, exactly. your, your set of eyes to look at things and, and just give your your input. Yeah. So that's amazing. So you and I share that. That's great. Yeah. Now, let me ask you another thing. As, as a leader, what are the things that you see nowadays with, and again, you probably, do you have a lot of new agents? You work with a lot of new agents, so most of your agents are seasoned okay. agents that have been around. So, so I don't know if I, if I mentioned this, but I, I have a real estate school. So I also that's, do- that's the reason, that's the reason I'm asking you because I saw something in there about the real estate school. that you work with a lot of new agents because I feel like being, being and done what you've done, Sandy, it will be, and I'm sure you're probably doing it, but I want you to share with us. Amazing to be able to share with those new agents um, and help them maybe, you know, avoid some of the, Mistakes we made, uh, you know, coming in not knowing or not having the guidance, uh, and allowing yeah. them to again get get a step ahead and just get do the right things since the beginning, so they don't have to go through this errors oh, yeah. and that we did. So um, tell me a little about your school, and tell me a little bit about how do you work with those new ages? Okay, beautiful. Yeah, so uh, I have a school. I I help them get licensed, right? Um, okay. So and then and then once they get licensed, we transition them over. I mean, not everybody, but whoever wants to stay with my brokerage is more than welcome to 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 get a merchant to my brokerage, right? We speak okay. to them. And um, one thing with the with the with the new agents that I always tell them, like the first first things first. First things we need to work on mindset. That's number one. Right. Yes. Number one, because to work in this industry, we're going to deal a lot with 
bad days, good days, uh, a lot of rejection, a lot of, yes. and you have to be able to take all of these things and you need patience. Uh, most of all, it's patience, right? You have to yes. understand that this is not built overnight. And this yes. is literally a business of survival of the fittest, right? If, if you're able to stick to it and do it, right, this business will definitely pay you back great dividends and it'll be great to you. But you also have to be good to it, right? So I tell them, <laughs> mindset is key. Mindset is key, right? <laughs> um, I always tell them to um, start working on your database. If I, you know, from the beginning, you need to start having your database because your database is your store. That's your inventory. Yes. Uh-huh, you know, uh-huh. and, and I see a lot of people that write on notebooks and stuff like that. And I always tell them, like, get your, your CRM. <laughs> when I see that notebook, if it gets lost in the car, you yes. drop it somewhere and it's all gone, right? So yes. get it somewhere where you have access to all the time. All the time, your CRM, because let's just say 20 years from now, you want to retire. That CRM, is it's your business, right? It so is. you need to take care of it to the T. And then lastly, I, I, I tell them, look, um, a lot of people come into our industry with, with false, uh, false thinking. They think that this business is, they just come into it for the wrong reasons too, because they mm-hmm. think that I'm going to come and I'm basically like a money tree is going to grow. Yes. And it's gonna, all money, the money is going to come so quickly. I'm just going to show up and it's going to be there, right? Yes, yes, no. Absolutely not. I, I tell them, if you have that mentality, then this is, this is not for you. Not I'm for you. you I'm going to tell you why. Because if you treat every transaction for just the money, you will mm-hmm. never have a real relationship with clients. Absolutely. Their life is relationships, right? Oh, so, my God. You know, always You're... have the mentality of a servant. You know, you, mm-hmm. need to be, you need to be a servant leader. Once you become a servant mm-hmm. leader... Like everything just falls on you, like you know, like the cherry. Thanks for coming. Absolutely. So, so I got three things. I had three things. You said mindset, mm-hmm. and you said CRM, and then the last one is be of service. Always think of doing this business because you love to service our community, our clients, exactly. educate them, and not for exactly. the money. It's not a quick getting rich quick type of business. Nope. No, absolutely. It's not. And that's, and that's, I think, a very, very good three tips that we can give. And it, and it goes for lending, too, because then lending and real estate, I feel like they're just the same. We're just doing the loans. You guys are getting the house. I yeah. make a joke. I said, I'll get you the money. They'll get you the house. But, yeah, it yeah. is true because at the end of the day, we're here to serve our clients. And if they experience a good service, you'll get referral business. And that's that's kind of what I always go back to. I said, Treat somebody, like you said it earlier, and I, I love the way you put it, is like if this was my mom, if this was my loan, how would I want to be treated, you know? How do I want my mom to be treated? So I think having that uh, behind every time you're meeting with a new client, every time you're meeting, and same with the agents as you build your team, right? Because you want the agents to be treated as you would like to be treated when you started in the business. Exactly, exactly. All all of service, you know, and and. And I repeat it a lot to them. Like that way it kind of, it kind of, it kind of sticks. Customer service is key guys, you know? So here in my office, uh, my staff is amazing. So the minute you walk in from my front desk, they'll greet you Uh with a smile. And and then as you keep walking, everybody is treating you with a smile because to me, that is customer service, you know? Like people will forget the, people will always remember how you made them. 
you know. So they could have had like something bad happen, but if they feel good with you, they'll remember that and they'll come yes. back to you, you know. So, so I really, I really, I really emphasize on that. And I think that 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 that's what has made us probably stay be here for such a long time. Being a small boutique is that emphasize <laughs> that culture. That culture. That, that, that culture. That that brotherhood type culture, that family culture, right? Mm-hmm. And as the clients walk into the door, we like to make them feel that. Feel that. Have that and, experience. That that having that experience that they live and they they know they got treated properly and they they were listened to and they were taking care of whatever their questions were and there is no wrong question. I always tell them the same. Like there is no wrong question. The question you might have. I might not cover it when we met, but if you have that question, make feel free to, you know, call me, text me, and yeah. I'll be happy to answer it. Because, again, at the end of the day, we want to make sure that you get all your yeah. questions answered you feel comfortable yeah. moving forward. Yeah. So what is one of the most important lessons you've learned over the 17-year career that you can give uh, give us today, Sandy? The most important lesson? Okay. Number one, the most important lesson is... Be smart with your money. Stay humble with your God, money. God, I love, love, love this. <laughs> you know, um, I think that um, uh, I, I think that that's one thing too that I think also um, as real estate agents, um, I think we need to have more of like more education of okay, yes. now I'm making this money. What do, what do I, I do with it? How do I invest it? How do I put it? It's not all to spend, right? Because we are going to retire one day. Yeah, exactly. Like, what do I do with it? How, how do I build uh, generational wealth with this? Because well, ultimately, this is my vessel there. And I think that there needs to be more more of that for us uh, agents because it's very easy to spend the money. Oh, totally. I'm with you on that. The car, <laughs> the jewelry, the bags. And, you know, people just think that, oh, I make 10000 this month. I'll make 20000 next month. So why not spend yeah. it, you know? And you never know. We, we, our business is very cyclical and very boring. Yes. So mm-hmm. we need to be prepared for that, you know. So definitely, that would be my biggest lesson learned. Learn how to how to treat your money properly, and learn how to invest it, and prepare for the what do they call that? Um, get ready for the rainy days when you when you prepare yourself. Yeah, get yourself a great accountant, a great yes. bookkeeper. Don't Mickey Mouse stuff. Don't like nope. oh, I want to go. No, 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 no. You need to do, do it the right, right way. In the beginning, yes. Yes, yes. Open open up a business account as a brand new agent, right? Yes. Open up your corporation from the beginning. Treat your corporation as a big million-dollar institution. You have to yes. treat that. You have to treat it like that. That's amazing that you're having that those talks at the beginning because I for sure didn't have that. And I don't know about you, but I did not have anybody say those things when I got it in the no. business. And, and, and like you said, they're so important that we, that we get those foundations because it does help you get off the right track and, and you can avoid having all this IRS mm-hmm. issues when they, you know, make, like you said, they make the good money, they spend it all and then tax season comes around and, oh, and now I need to pay. And yeah, yeah. interesting yeah. Oh, enough. I didn't, I didn't make that much. No, that was me. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to hide. And, like, the, no. and then the tenant and I shows up and it shows your name on it and your in your number, right? <laughs> yeah. No, it's so funny because when I give ten ninety nines here for at the mm-hmm. end of the year, yes, yes, everybody's happy receiving checks, and then when their ten ninety nine comes, they, they come to me. Oh, this is wrong. This is wrong. <laughs> like, oh no, no. <laughs> 
my CPA knows what they're doing. Those are the numbers. You're good. <laughs> Let's go through it. And they're convinced it's not theirs. So I'm like, yeah. Like, you know Believe me, they are. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing that you're having those conversations. I love where we're going with this. Final thoughts, anything you wanted to add to our show today? Again, the whole thing is leveling up, and I feel like you're definitely doing it with our community. You're definitely doing it with your team. You're definitely doing it in that area of Bloomington. I know that you're doing amazing. I was looking at uh, some posts you had about the production, and I'm like, kudos to you, girl. You're doing amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Your yeah. team are doing amazing. So any final thoughts you want to share with us? Well, I mean, I, I want to thank you again. This was amazing. Amazing time. Thank you for having me here. Um, and no, I just want to say, you know, um, that us, I would like more of our Latinos like to come together just like we are, yes. you know, and, and, and put together some sort of, uh, maybe, maybe a, 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 a seminar or something in, uh, training agents to Latino that, that, that speak more Spanish and English that need yes. to Put maybe an organization together or something like that. I think that would be amazing. I'm getting chills because that's exactly what you and I discussed when we got on the phone the other day. And I'm excited and I'm ready and I would love to, you know, put something together with you. Definitely. I think it's needed and it's time for us to level up, step yes. up and don't wait for anybody else. If we think that it's needed, we should just go ahead and do it. So I challenge you to, yeah. to you know, let's get together soon. Let's put something Let's get our, our minds together and see what we can come up with and, and put it out there. You know, the only way we're going to be able to level up and is if we do it ourselves. Um, don't wait for someone else to do it. We need to be the ones to to start this. And yes, and just go out and, and you know, put it out for, for the others. There's so much need and, and you and I talked about it. So I'm definitely looking forward to, to putting something together with you. I know it's going to be amazing. So Thank you. Thank you. Where can they find you? I know I, I, I have you on Facebook, but there's any specific area that you tend to be more present. Um, I have Instagram. Uh, just okay. up as broker, uh, broker Sandy Hernandez. Broker Sandy, okay. broker Sandy Hernandez. Um, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Uh, Amazing. Sandy Hernandez also. So I will go ahead and make sure that we add your, your contact information on our video um, so they can contact you. I know there will be a lot of people wanting to talk to you. So get ready. You'll be getting new agents coming your way after having this interview and seeing what you do for them. I, I admire you from the bottom of my heart. Thank you for making the time today. Looking forward of uh, putting something together for our Hispanic community. So I know there's bigger things coming and we just need to be ready to put ourselves out there and let, you know, whatever comes yeah. away to be able to help other people and whatever comes for us to be able to share with others and just be a source of information, inspiration, and just, you know, level up yeah. ourselves so we can do better for, for the ones coming behind us and for our kids, for our family, for all of our community. Love to see more of you, Sandy. So thank you again. Thank and you. We'll thank see you, so you. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we're working on bigger stuff. Absolutely. Thank you. That, again. Time, that time wasn't a coincidence. No, three, I always say things are That's happening right. for a reason at this time. <laughs> see you soon. Okay. Hasta pronto. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Level Up Podcast. You can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Spotify, or anywhere else podcasts are found, so you'll never miss a show. 
While you're at it, if you found value in the show, you can leave a five-star review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Until next time, we hope you level up.